Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience. Really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. All right, so we are live. Today <laughs> it is second cup of coffee with Jason and Peely. Super excited for you to be checking this out with us. Again, it's been awesome. It's been awesome having so many people just give us great feedback in the show. Thank you so much for really taking the time to just really dive in with us, be engaged, just be present with us. Again, you got some kiddos here. They're here. They're being engaged. For you, you could just Finding value in this content, just one favor, go over there, subscribe to the podcast. You can find it, of course, on any social platform that you're listening to podcasts. Or if you want to watch us on YouTube, check us out on YouTube as well. So what do we have today? Here we are, day 25, 26, 27, 28. Who knows which day, how long we've been into our social distancing. But <clears throat> there's been lessons learned, right? There's been a lot of things that <clears throat> have been helpful to really continue to, to get us going each day. And some of the biggest things that, that I do personally each day is, is I do these three things. And this has helped me continue to quote unquote, be engaged even in a time when there's a lot of distractions. Uh, one is I meditate. Uh, that has been very helpful just so I could get a, a clear space in my mind each and every day, just have the moment where I can take the time just to be with myself and be available. Uh, the next one is working out. Um, that's been easier said than done right now because uh, I'm doing this crazy challenge, which we've talked about enough in that point, just um, past 400 miles as of yesterday, and I got another 60 miles to go. But once that's done, I'll just continue to work out. It's just the action of movement. It allows me to get going and just just adds that next level that I need for my day. So I give moments for, for my mind to, to be quiet. And then I now put in action to get my mind going, get my mind stimulated, get my mind engaged. And lastly is I find something to learn and I, I try something new each day. Um, it, a lot of it right now is, is we're learning a lot about, you know, social presence and just really being more active and just trying to provide more uh, value. So right now we're trying to learn the platform we're using right here. Um, StreamYard's been a cool platform. It allows us to go live across a couple different platforms, but those have been three things that I do daily to make sure that I'm being my best self. And now this is just me personally. So this isn't me talking about what I also do you know, for our family, for our business. These are just three things I do to make sure I'm engaged daily. So for me, the three things that I do is number one, I prepare for the day, either the next day or very early the next morning if I don't get it, or not, not the next day, the day before or very early that morning. So for instance, last night, I made sure that I had my schedule set for the next day and that I had everything lined up in place and I had everything sort of prepared. So I knew, okay, the kid's stuff is here. My workout things are here. I know where everything is. And so that makes, that makes it, it just makes your next day just go a lot smoother, especially with everything that we're doing now. We're taking care of our businesses. We're taking care of our children. We're taking care of all the things plus ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing that I do 
every day or one of the things I do every day, I prepare for the next day. And just to like give you a little scotch about scheduling, if you're somebody that doesn't like to run your life by a schedule, I suggest that you try. If you're having difficulty getting your goals done, getting things done, going, having some semblance of normal, getting back to a workout routine, you can't balance everything. Having a schedule helps and following the schedule is key. But the thing is, if you don't hit all your schedule points or if you miss something or if something runs through, then you have the schedule to go back to so that that schedule can tell you, okay, I missed this, so I have to get back to that and I have to get one, two, and three things done. So a schedule is really important. At least it is in my life. So number two is I work out. I do at least, so I'm doing something called, Jason and I have done 75 hard. We're on, or we're gonna be on phase three soon. Whole nother story, we talked about it in another episode. So what right now I'm doing something called 30 easy. And it's something to wrap, wrap myself back up into exercising and back into 75 hard, quite frankly. So I stopped drinking, number one. And for everyone that is, I'll get back to that later, actually. I'll save that thought. So number one, I stopped drinking. Number two, I started drinking a gallon of water again. And number three, I'm exercising at least 45 minutes daily, whether it is yoga, running, stretching, getting outside and running. And I'm not, I'm not just saying like, stand there and watch your kids. You need to start playing like freeze tag with your kids or my kids like doing something called a, what do we like doing kids? It's a hide and seek tag. Hmm. You, they find you, they have to catch you in order to actually quote, find you. So number three, past the exercising is that I read and or meditate. Cause there's sometimes I can't get to both cause of the time period. I really should be doing both. But I find that if I can get at least one of them done, it helps my mind process and calm down. I usually wear my watch. So if I don't get to my meditation in the morning, like anytime during the day, if I feel my like blood pressure rise or like just I don't feel like calm, I go to my app. If you have that watch, you hit breathe and I make you breathe for a minute. And it's key. I'm telling you, it is key to my survival every day. So those are my three things. So Hope it helps. If you didn't go check out live with Gary V or <laughs> tea, like tea with Gary V today. So tea with Gary V. So Pia and I had the awesome chance to be on the show, speak with Gary V today. It was super exciting, right? So um, excited. best takeaway from there, I think for me would be that sometimes the obvious isn't obvious because you're too close to it and you're looking at it right in front of it. And so when someone can take the thousand foot view mm -hmm. and just say, oh, actually, by the way, it is obvious, but you're just so close to it. And that goes a lot. And lots of times when we're in, in positions that, that were, are not ideal for us or, or we're being stagnated in our growth or um, there's some kind of conflict going on, or we're so close to it that we forget to just say, step away from it and take the outside view. Um, maybe a good idea would be that if you are looking at business opportunities what would an investor who may invest outside of you on that opportunity look at the opportunity and what feedback would that person give you right so my takeaway was actually watching the guy talk to people um he's fantastic and he it's like he has like a view of everything he's watching the comments scroll by he's watching and listening as the people are talking and asking him questions and 
really, really engaging with the people that he's talking to. So as we were waiting to come on, the people that he was talking to beforehand, he came, he came on and you know what? It seems like he's like low energy, but he like starts like building and building as he's listening to the person talk. He's like, okay, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. This is what you're trying to tell me. This is how we're going to fix it. This is how my discussion with you is going to help the world at large and everybody else is who is listening. So if any of you out there are speakers or are in the coaching arena are trying to are trying to be that person that goes out and helps people on social media, watch and listen and learn from Gary V. Take a look at his content. It is fantastic. And then the other thing is because our question had to do with engagement mm -hmm. and um, and growing our our universe, our world. And Gary had already said that you guys are getting the engagement. They're they're engaging with you offline. They're engaging with you all over the place. What you are looking to do, you're asking. Basically, he told us we were asking the wrong question. Hmm. He was he was saying that we needed to ask the question is how to grow and become more have have a bigger presence on social media yeah because if you're not asking good questions you can't get great answers right so the output is only good as the input right mm -hmm. and that goes not only for health not only for mental fortitude not only for fitness family financial all of those components of the same thing if you're not putting in good stuff to it then you can't expect the results to really come out great and this goes on all, all parallels right if you're eating horribly but trying to work out to be healthy well it's a cross cross where you're not getting the most out of it because you're stuck in this in this perplexing situation where you're putting in bad but trying to accomplish good right same thing with business if you don't have the right team around you and even though you have a great concept or great idea and you're trying to do this all yourself well you're not giving good inputs because you're falling off from in different places you don't have the right tools around you to accomplish the mission so <clears throat> really it comes down to making sure that what you're doing are you giving yourself the best way to succeed with the inputs you're putting into your business your family your fitness your health i mean and this is i was just on facebook going through a couple of the private groups that i'm in answering questions asking questions and really engaging with my friends and family on facebook and between family and friends and just acquaintances mm -hmm. and people that just follow me, I got like almost 10, I can count on 10 fingers, people talking about their health, either complaining that they've gotten unhealthy are taking, finally taking the steps to come out of whatever rut they've been in. Um, but really like it was the same conversation through 10 different people who didn't know each other, who knew that, had no connection. There's no way they could have been talking about this at the same time. And yet everyone's having this conversation about, or having complaints about how unhealthy they've gotten. So what I had to do to make myself feel unhealthy, I'm, this is, this is the thought that I had and I, I'm coming back to it is I started and mind you, I, I only had like half a glass to a full glass of wine a night, but I started craving that. So instead of complaining about it, I took action and cut it from my diet. Do I still want to drink? Sure. But I made the choice for 30 days, nothing. Have I done it before? Yes. I've been pregnant with three kids. I have not drinking basically mm. for the last six years. So what is it 
and you all got to stop complaining. And I give huge kudos and you know who you are when you watch this to you who are taking the action, whether it was yesterday or today, because there are, I know there are at least three of you ladies out there who are taking action today. You went for your walk, you went outside and you jogged, you did sit-ups inside the house, you got back on your, on your yoga routine. You, I congratulate you. I congratulate you with all of my heart. Thank you for taking the action. For all of you that are still complaining, stop complaining, take the action, get back on the bike, get back to your walk and just do it for you. Yeah, if you're using the words should have or maybe I should, then you probably need to. And that's sometimes the hardest thing, right? So I have 29 miles to run today. And if I look at it, that that's staggering, right? And the same thing goes, I wanna lose 20 pounds. I wanna make X amount of dollars. If you think of it on these big ways, right? It's it's too much to put your head up. And so, oh, just saw us on uh, the IT with Gary V, pretty cool. Uh, but it's I too guess. much for our minds to really grasp, right? So today, I just have to get that first mile, and then I just have to get that second mile, and that's how I've treated these big runs in the past. Is I, I just I have to knock down the first mile because I, I can't get to 100 if I don't get to one. Mm -hmm. I can't get to 10 if I don't get to two and follow up and follow up and follow up. So you today, it's about creating really the, the momentum, right? And, and lots of times when you look at businesses and who've had the massive growth, right? They look at their business and they start to figure out where am I gaining the traction and they go all in there. And for you, if say it's working out, right? Well, today it might be just that, okay, I'm going to write down a plan and a plan may be, I'm going to do 10 sit-ups. I'm going to walk a half mile and I'm going to drink a gallon of water. And that could be your plan. And tomorrow you build on that and you grow and you create more. And now you create more momentum, more momentum, because you're not, you're leveraging your past successes. But if you go out today with the goal is I am going to lose 50 pounds. Well, it, it's so staggering that you don't have a plan. So you don't really know, your guidance or, or, or the momentum's building because you're just trying to hope for this number to happen. So for you, find what it is you need to do and then just do it. And we all know that it's, it's so simple, right? It's so simple. So we, we have this point where we, we want to create scale with, with our bodies, with our, our fitness, with our families, with our finances, but we're not using the right arenas to build that scale where we're throwing things at a board, hoping things stick. Um, and we see it so much. I mean, you see it across the board for many things, right? You know, businesses, we, we jump or jump or jump. And I'll give you a prime example is back when we started a brewery, um, 2008, 2009, we, we had to really hone in that we were just going to do draft beer. We weren't going to do bottle beer, but we would go and we were just going to do half kegs, which is just like a standard keg that you see out there. And we were just going to go to restaurants that had four to six taps because now we wouldn't get lost in a sea of all these beer brands, right? Well, what stood out to us is every time we go in there, we could have now adapted our strategy 500 times because no matter what we had, someone asked for something different. We got in there and you know the first account wanted smaller kegs. The next account wanted um, cans. The next account wanted uh, 12 ounce bottles. The next account wanted 22 ounce bottles. But sometimes you have to stay with your mission because we had to build momentum through that strategy so we could grow from there. So we could create the brand traction. So then we could spend off and have more people that want to buy in and be with our brand. But if we jump in there and we're, tr we're trying to meet 
all these different people. We're trying to now have, uh, you know, all these different kegs, all these different bottles, and trying to have all these different people. It, it sounds good, but we're not able to track if that's if we're actually scaling. We're just trying a bunch of things to throw them out there. So for us, we went all in based on our budget, based on how limited it was at the time. We put all our money in there, and we were able to create growth because getting on to these restaurants that had the taps and being visible, it got us onto menus. And being on menus allowed us the ability to stay, right? Because most places aren't printing a menu every day. So they're printing a menu, and that menu may be for a season or a quarter or however you look at it. So now we start getting some viability. Um, what we found where a lot of other brands or, or, or breweries when they were starting out, they tried the opposite approach is that they tried to create a lot of one-off brands, but we were just two guys. So we didn't have the ability to, to do that much volume, so many different beers and, and, and have to sell every time because we could sell one beer one time and have it stay three, four, five, six months within a tap rotation. But if you were a, a brewery who started a brand and you were just going to have continuously new beers, well, the next step past that is you have to create the relationship every time to have the new beer came up, come in. And if there's 10 breweries doing that strategy now, then everybody's rotating in and out of beers. And that's why you saw a big thing with IPAs out there. Everybody had an IPA and there's only so many limited tap spaces and they all want to be, be with beer bars. So we refined our approach that, okay, we're the anti-beer bar. We're going to be drinkable, approachable, highline beer that can go with, it really, it can go with whitefish, it can go with a burger, it can meet the menu in many different ways. And we were going to do one beer, not 50 beers. And so we had that approach and we had that mindset and we saw that we were able to track how well we're doing, track the places we were get, getting on, and then to build scale. And as we build scale and we started to get up there and started to get into more restaurants, then we could take on another tap line and bring on another brand when that brand would have the ability to have a complement to the current beer we had. And we were able to continue that model and it helped us really just grow our brand and get out to the network. So today, think about that for your business, for yourself. You gotta, you gotta find your route, see what works. If it's doing the rower, great. Okay, find, find your grasp with the rower. If your business is marketing sales, okay, find what that niche is, find how you can help others. For us, for the brewery, it was that we were just gonna go after really highline restaurants because what happened is when we were doing that, the restaurants were getting a, a lot of write-ups because they were, you know, top 10 restaurants. And then that would carry over. They may source a menu item and a beverage and we'd get pulled into that. We'd get some great marketing and still not have, we weren't putting the budget out of hand, but because we were a good selection in a limited menu, it allowed us the, the ability to not get lost in the shuffle. Uh, and you know what? If you are in the tri-state area, meaning around New York City, and you want to try this beer, it's Alphabet City Brewing Company. The beer is outrageously good. It is out there. It's in restaurants. It's at your local bodega. Get out there and look for that beer. It is amazing. Yeah, so we're not, so all fluency, we're not part of the majority company anymore, um, but it is a brand we started. Uh, it was an awesome experience, a lot of life lessons and learning lessons. So you take that and you grow with it. You look at that, how we marketed that. And so when we talk about marketing, some of the things we did there is we want the tap handle to stand out because here we are now one brand and we need our tap handle to stand out. So we said, okay, how can we make our brand stand out? And we said, well, okay, what do we see a lot in New York city construction? We see construction all over the place. What stands out in construction? 
the yellow cone, um, the, the orange cones. So we actually took our uh, tap handle and made it shine in those colors of black, I'm sorry, of black, silver, and orange, because it was something that always caught your eye, right? They bounced right out to you. But we wanted to capture that. We were living in, in really the East Village, Lower East Side. So we wanted to capture the tenement buildings, the feel of the neighborhood, how that really adapted, because we were there, um, on a street, we formed this in our kitchen. We were working on that concept. And so we said, okay, what, what would that mean to us? And through a lot of iterations, we saw these water towers that were above all the buildings and they really stood out and they were really decorative and they really just captured the landscape of the city because you could look across the buildings and you would just see these water towers that served purpose for so many years. So we took this high visibility of the colors, right? The color impact and packaged it with the water tower. And now when you put that up on a, on a handle, not only was it a, a big handle, so it actually knocked some of the other handles around. And I guess you could take it off and use it as a weapon if you had to. It wasn't, wasn't the, the, the first approach, but it also caught your eye right away. And then we made the letters very visible. So it was very clear, it was a blonde L. So there wasn't much thought process in here where you, you could accomplish the mission of having someone come in there, see your brand, see what kind of beer it was. And why this was important is because we would have a lot of European carryover in some of our restaurants. And because maybe there was a language barrier, they could see blonde, they knew blonde, they knew what that was. And so we would get pulled a lot or, or ordered a lot just because it would pop the eye. It would be visible because it would say blondes on the beer. So they could come in there and say blonde ale. All they needed to know. And they can get the story past there. Instead of saying, hey, what's that over there? Have to get the explanation. The, in a bar where hopefully the bartender is going to take the time to talk to you when in New York City, most know that doesn't happen much. And then you're just those people will go back to their status quo of drinking Bud Light or Stella or whatever is the beer. So how can you make your brand efficient, effective, stand out and a clear message? That's the carryover you need to think about you, you yourself and what you're doing today. So if you guys have any questions, please ask us, let us know how we can help you on a regular basis. We're going to be here every weekdays, Monday through Friday, live for you all over social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook. We're all over the place. I think we forgot to get on a IG today, but we'll, we'll get on there tomorrow. Um, and if you have any questions, please ask us. And if you can, and this would do our heart a huge, you would make my heart so warm. If you could please rate and review, subscribe, that would be awesome. That gets our message of positivity, of productivity out there to the world. And that's really, we, we're just two parents who want to help a ton of people get to where they're going to in a positive, productive, what's another P, baby? Mm, <laughs> passionate. Passionate, yes, yeah. way. We All are right. here for you. Let us know how we can help. And we'll be back here around noon tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye now. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.